All right, hello, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging, and friends, we are playing uh, Monster of the Week tonight. We are continuing our Family Splatters campaign, and uh, we got some pig stuff to deal with today. Uh, as uh, yeah, there's a giant pig dude with the pig face throwing stuff at you. Uh, do you guys remember that? Remember that's where we left mm -hmm. off. Oh, mm -hmm. vaguely, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. I remember we uh, were winning. Do you guys remember winning. what he said when you saw him? He said, uh, he said a little of this. He said, <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> that, that's pig for hi, hello. And uh, it's good to, oh, he's still going. Shut up. There we go. All right, he's done now. <laughs> okay. That's a much longer track than I remember. Honey? Uh, yeah. I mean, there could be. There could be. Who knows? It's, a, it's, only a, it's only a factory that's been closed for 20 years. I'm sure there's, there's probably bees or something in here. Probably fine. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, but yeah, we, uh, we're going to pick it up. Uh, this is the second arc. This is uh, an arc. Uh, I should say the scenario is based off um, something called Razor. Uh, a scenario called Razorback in the mystery Tome of Mysteries uh, book supplement. If you're interested in tracking, obviously we're tweaking it a little bit for ourselves. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that's what we're running. So before we get back to Pigman stuff, uh, why don't we introduce the cast? So uh, Chuck. That's me. Playing? I'm playing Phil, Phil Theodore, Donna's older brother. And sure. I'm just a great dude that everyone wants to know. And I'm also the mundane. So I'm just really a regular dude doing dude things. <laughs> like golfing. <laughs> like like golf, golfing. Of course, man. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. All right. I got to do I gotta, note to self. I got to do a golf course adventure scenario yeah i've already did really that once for i did a golf oh, yeah. course zombie one was it was fun. the zombie one yeah yeah so I, I have a lot of leftover scenario stuff that we didn't use so nice golf course scenario okay there we go i know where we're going next it's gonna be great uh next up bert uh who are you who are you playing what's going on man i'm anton uh I, i'm the cousin from overseas i've been here for a while now and i uh, I make investigations into uh, what, what people call conspiracy theories. I like to call them, you know, conspiracy facts. Because, you know, once you've got the facts of the case, it's no longer a theory, right? <laughs> Wear your aluminum hats tightly, folks. And uh, that's Antoni, shortened from, An well, it's Anton, uh, just shortened from Antoni. You know, we we don't want anyone from the old country coming after me. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to put a note to myself, send... <laughs> Old country after Anton. <laughs> nice. Okay. And that's how this game works. That's what I'm learning. Mm -hmm. you just mm -hmm. you, someone says something and then you just do it. Uh, okay. Uh, next up, uh, we've got Jeremy. Jeremy, tell us about Corbin. I guess it's just say Corbin wins the lottery. Oh, okay. Just say, yeah. saying the things that you want to have happen to your character right. and then they happen no, to your okay. character. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Corbin, I mean, are we talking the, Shirley Jackson lottery or are we talking oh like God? Yeah, I, I take it back. God, no, but Corbin <laughs> is uh, the older Redding brother and the Hex or the Warlock. He's tall, pale skinned, goth kid mm -hmm. with tattoos of these horned snakes on his arms that shoot flames. And that's he mostly burns things and then mm -hmm. causes problems and does stuff um, uh, in bathrooms. Well, hey, it's a divination ritual. Uh, we spend a lot of time at dives, so mm -hmm. 
It's true. That's true. You got to meet a new friend uh, in the last bathroom that you did it that in. That was really cool to have a pig in the stall. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember what he said to you? He said, uh, he said this. I do. <laughs> Sorry. But I want to hear it again. I'm not going to be rude. I spent $2 to get these things. I'm getting Whoa, my money. Big spender. Okay. <laughs> I want two whole it. bucks to get those effects. Oh, gosh. All right. Uh, next up, we have Phil's younger sister. Uh, we have Donna. Melissa, tell us about Donna. Uh, yeah, so uh, Donna is the younger Theodore. Uh, she took it very personally when um, their grandma um, was killed. And so she is the wronged. So that is now her whole identity is to get revenge on all of the things that do the bad things. So she um, basically bought out an REI and looks completely overdecked and like a, you know, person that is trying to look tough, uh, but was really um, by personality, probably not that much different from Phil, not all that long ago. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and then finally, we've got uh, the other Redding brother. We've got Caleb Redding. How you doing, Adam? Hey, doing okay. I, uh, I've, I'm, I've been feeling kind of under the weather, but there's just something that's that's happened recently. I've just got a little more pep in my step. Uh, yeah, and I'm 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 Corbin's little brother. Uh, Corbin's like the coolest guy on earth, and like I don't know, there's just something about it. Like whenever he dares me to do something, I just can't not do it. I got to I got to do it. Like whatever he says, um, it's always worked out. Every single time he's ever given me a dare, it's always worked out. So uh, I've been able to show him I can do it, and I told you I could eat a whole stick of butter. Okay. Um that's probably not the worst thing you've eaten. Uh, <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> no, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> no, it's true. No, no one's really noticed. <laughs> Just got a bad case of the flu or something. All right. So last time around, we are in part two of our Razorback play. The family is in uh, Bentonville, Arkansas. Uh, you stumbled across the situation. Nothing really sent you. You just kind of stumbled across it while you're eating breakfast at a local uh, at a local diner. Uh, a security guard in the area by the name of Red Waddle was found like a day or two ago, brutally murdered inside of an old meat factory owned by the Clement family. Uh, and you actually happened to run into a member of the Clement family while in the diner. You learned that an heir to that family, Cyril is now missing along with his best friend, Ronnie Drew. And apparently they have some kind of history of Red. Red used to bully them, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a bunch of people in town who are blaming Cyril, thinking that Cyril might have been the murderer. You all met Sophia Clement, uh, who is Cyril's older sister. She's like an heir to this big old Clement family fortune, et cetera, et cetera. She hired you all to investigate uh, and try to perhaps exonerate her brother, figure out what the hell is going on. So you started investigating. Uh, Corbin, you had this weird, disturbing vision of a pig uh, inside of your diner bathroom uh, when you started doing your your little uh, spell casting. Donna and Phil, you went to a library slash cakewalk. Uh, you learned the factory has been shut down for about 20 years after an employee, uh, I think uh, San Sandy Oxford, went on a killing spree 
uh, feeding his fellow employees and himself to a meat grinder. Uh, the Theodores also learned that his mask, the mask of the killer, was had recently disappeared from police lockup. Uh, meanwhile, Anton and Anton and the Reddings, you visited Randall McKinney's pig farm and you found that a passel of hogs feasting on a human body near some swamp water, lake water, etc. Uh, you weren't able to corral uh, the pigs or the hogs, but you did find that there was a wallet with an ID for Ronnie Drew, Cyril's friend. Later, you all regroup. Uh, you visited the factory, uh, hoping to find some old files, some old like employee files or something like that. While searching, however, uh, the old machinery in the factory, which hasn't been in, in, in operation for 20 years, suddenly started to churn. Uh, you saw a body hanging limply from a hook and chains and then a giant man uh, wearing a pig face threw a cleaver at the Reddings, who were on top of one of these uh, one of these pieces of machinery, hitting buttons to try to turn the machinery off. So we're gonna pick up right there. We get a little action music going. Uh, I thought about just looping the pig music as an action music, but I figured <laughs> that's <laughs> you did pay two dollars. Yeah. I paid two dollars, everybody. <laughs> That's what, you, that's what your bits give to. <laughs> that's what your bits give to. Elevate in the stream. Uh, okay. So uh, let me, let's just sort of reset the scene. Uh, I think it was Phil and Anton were a little further away from the machinery because the two of you were kind of looking for an office and you were trying to find some file cabinets and stuff like that. Uh, I think the Reddings were on top or like kind of climbed up this small little walkway, this rusty metallic walkway, all of all of the various uh, grinders and, 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 uh, and assembly lines and such were kind of starting to function and move. You see, that's when you start to see the, the chain going up. Uh, Donna, I can't exactly remember where you were, so you go ahead and just put yourself wherever the hell you want. But I'll tell you this. That uh, big ass cleaver that just got thrown at you, Corbin Caleb, has pierced right into the one of the control mechanisms uh, for this machinery. And when you look and you see this giant man, and I say giant, I'm not kidding. We're like 10, 12, 14 feet tall with a big ass pig face. And he's loading up another cleaver, getting ready to throw it at you all. So looks like Corbin and Caleb are in some trouble. What's everyone up to? Okay, I've got an idea. Mm. You said there's like lots of chains and whatnot hanging around. There's there are there's tons around. of them. Absolutely, yeah. I, I think I'd like to try and use magic. Uh, you know, just scrape my hands, draw just a little bit of blood across those tattoos. The snakes will animate, kind of go out, wrap around some of the chains, and then one of the effects you can do when you use magic is to try to uh, trap a specific person, minion, or monster. So I sure. want the the snake tattoos to animate, grab all the chain, and try and pull them down and wrap them around the big pig man. Okay. Uh, as the, so as you start kind of going through the machinations, uh, what does it look like? And then let's go ahead and roll, roll your, roll your spell. Yeah. So basically like the, the snakes can go out, they're always fire based. So I think they're like heating up the chain to try and melt it at key points to then pull it away and wrap it around them. Okay. And then this is where I roll like garbage. All right. Uh, still a success. Yeah. Okay. On a 10 plus. So on a 10 plus, you works about issues and you get to choose your effect. Now, one of the things is this guy's literally throwing a cleaver in your direction. Mm -hmm. He's just pulling all these sharp, rusted objects, starting throwing them at you and Caleb. 
Uh, so you have some options here as you decide what your effect's going to be. You can inflict harm. You can enchant a weapon. You can do a thing that's beyond human. You can do, 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 do bar a place. You can trap a specific person like you were mentioning if that's the effect. Yeah. Basically, I want to try and keep him from harming the rest of us. Like, we can get to doing damage later, but right now I don't want that giant cleaver coming into me or my brother. Or okay. the others, too. So they're okay. The cleaver's still going to go, and it goes... Yeah. And as you're sitting there, going through your, your various machinations, you get the spell off, but as you finish it, this cleaver just sinks right into the underside of your bicep as you're kind of reaching out, oh, kind of casting the spell, controlling the uh, controlling the chain as you sort of wave it down. And you can see the chains wrap around, and the body that was hanging on one of them flops to the ground. Uh, you have effectively wrapped the chain around him, but you have also taken two harm back as an explosion of gore on the bottom yeah. side of your, uh, as your bicep just erupts and you just see the musculature starting to leak out. Ah. Uh, and, you, and, and even though he's very, very tight, you can see with this unfathomable strength, this is already starting to push it apart. You can see some of the chain links, the rusted chain links on the on the, the chain itself beginning to stretch, look like they're ready to pop. You have time to do some stuff, but uh, who's doing something next? I will. Okay, man. What you got? So uh, Caleb's going to remember a movie that's about maybe 10 years old at the most right now, and he's going to point to him. He's going to say, hey, come and get it in the yobbles. If you got any yobbles, that's his. As uh, he saw it in a movie once. And so he's going to try and protect Corbin. Okay. So you just kind of stand in his... When you say you're protecting him, are you just kind of standing in the way? or Standing in the way. And I'm yelling at him, telling him to come for me. Okay. So you're kind of taunting and taunting. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Sure. So where's... Where are the Theodores? Where's Ben uh, Bankowski and all of this? Um, At this point, it's very, you probably hear the pain and such and such ooh. of all of it going on. Yeah. You know, with the, if we're not there with the sound of intensity, I will start rushing that direction. Okay. All so, right. Phil, you come That's running right. out. All right, uh, Donna, you're coming running out. And the two of you see uh, on this walkway, uh, there is Caleb. There are the Reddings. Uh, Corbin is pulling a cleaver out from the underside of his uh, of his oh. arm. Muscles Ooh. falling. Skin just like it's like someone shot him on the other side of his arm and it's just exploded. Across from them, you can see the giant pig man and a body has just flopped down as well. All of the machines are... Ch- ch- you watch as one of these machines seems to be moving this large hook in the direction of the Reddings, and, they, and the Corbin doesn't seem to notice it as he's... And at the last second, Caleb looks up, and you see it coming in, and you jump in the way of it. So uh, you rolled a 12, I think, on your Protect Someone. Is that correct? Uh, I rolled a 14 with the modifier. Okay, 14. So yeah. you managed to, as this hook was about to essentially side swipe Corbin, you managed to just grab Corbin, pull him off to the side, and just send that hook kind of weaving past you, almost like kind of an Olay motion. But you yeah. can see there's still more coming as these, these machines themselves are also seeming to kind of herd and, and seem to be threatening. Uh, so that's what you, Donna and Phil, see as you run up. Uh, Anton, where are you at in all this? 
So Anton was looking through the filing cabinets, um, probably hears all this going on, looks through the yep. window, observes everything going on. So this would be the first time I've observed these monsters, correct? Uh, this is the first time you've probably seen it. At a distance, there's kind of like, you're probably looking through a window in the office. It's a little fuzzy. It's a little kind of unclean, dusty, but you can see a very large creature on the far side of the factory floor from sure. you. Yeah. So I'm going to observe their actions, what they're trying to do, and the question I'm going to ask with my occult confidential is, what's being concealed here? Does okay. it look like they're trying to protect something? Does it look like they're trying to keep us away from an area? Does it look like there's more of them hidden somewhere ready to come out? Okay. So what's uh, being concealed here? Great question. Um... Hmm. It does seem, uh, okay. So in terms of what's being concealed, so it does look like you all, like there's behind this tall creature, there's a set of these old chain double doors. You can see these rusted metal doors behind them. It does, you're not sure exactly where it goes, but you can see that the doors themselves have been wrapped up with their own chains. And it seems like he's kind of just standing right in front of it, almost like, He's concerned or something. He's, he's trying to halt continued movement into that part of the factory. All Perfect. Right. And someone was in here with me going through the filing cabinets. Phil I think. was, but then he left. He and he and Donna have kind of run towards where the commotion is. Okay. I think I want to edge my way towards that door that's being concealed. If I can go kind of higher up than where the yeah. door is, I will do that and get my okay. gun out because we all know how well I you at shooting things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anton, you your children. <laughs> God. Well, picture How old your character, Corbin? <laughs> oh. Anton, you start climbing up onto this, this metallic walkway, this catwalk that seems to go around the outskirts of the factory floor. It is rusty. You can feel the metal kind of giving here and there. You also just see like kind of sweeping back and forth throughout the factory there's these heavy hooks on chains that just like pendulums going left and right it almost seems like some sort of giant uh like buzzsaw you know it's like a big old blender and so you're kind of carefully ducking out of the way ducking when it happens and then every so often that railing starts to uh starts to shake and give it almost feels like you have to be very very careful with your uh with your weight as you move across uh, let's check in with the Theodores. So Theodores, you come around, you see Caleb pull Corbin out of the way, both of them being able to dodge out of this massive hook that was kind of coming down to sweep them just like the other body that was hanging there. You see one of the chains that the guy has wrapped around him pops. The second one starts to as well. And it's just a moment, matter of time, it looks like, before he wrenches free from these chains. Theodores, what are you up to? Donna would like to shoot. Okay. You pull out the gun. Uh, are you, and, and you just, what does it look like? So what, what does your gun look like? Where are you when you, when you're taking the shot? What, what is it? How, how, how does it look as Donna comes running in? Uh, so Donna has her, let's see, how would you do this? Um, she has one of those uh, like, I'm sure there's a word for it and I don't know what it is, but like the, like the thigh holsters where it's like okay. kind of like the strap around that, like she has no business doing, but that seems to be a thing that people do. So I'll say that that's where she kind of keeps this. Mm -hmm. And so she's like coming around the corner, um, you know, kind of unclipping and she's trying to just kind of center mass shoot this, um, this thing is just kind of breaking out of the chains. 
Okay. Uh, go ahead and uh, and go ahead roll some roll kick some ass. Okay. We'll see how it goes. Uh, as I'll say right now, because of Corbin's spell, I'm going to say he's not actively able to sort of counterattack you. So you're doing this without any real chance of harm coming back to you just yet. But it is just a matter of time, it looks like, before this massive creature is able to burst through those chains. Oh, quick question. Um, if I roll two ones, is that something that I can, like, re-roll? Or is that, like... <laughs> Uh, two ones. I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember if two ones is like something especially bad. I don't think so. I don't think there's like a crit fail or anything like that. That's what you're worried about. Are you not rolling through the system? Of course no. you're not. I've, of course I've, not. <laughs> Roll two ones. <laughs> well, you, the, the benefit of rolling through the system is that the roll results show up and literally instruct us what to do. So we're not in this situation. Oh, right, fine. I'll roll it through and <laughs> succeed. <laughs> You're not going to succeed. You're not succeeding. Get, get out of here. Get out of here. You already failed. Okay, so you just start firing away. And I'll say what happens is you just fire until the point where your gun just clicks. You unload like an entire clip into him. And some of them you hear ting as it just happens to hit the the chain uh, that, uh, that has been wrapped around him. Others clip him and it doesn't even phase him you just see a bullet go in and he it doesn't even slow him down he's still <laughs> as he pops left and right and as uh, as all of these different chains and blades are swinging down one of the chains comes sweeping down hits you in the hand and your gun goes flying off to the side it just happens to catch you now it doesn't hurt you it's no harm in the sense of it's not gonna you know you don't take any damage but your gun is now slid off to the side okay ah. And then I'll come back around. I mean, like, we can go in any order. This is this is sort of fluid, uh, so it's whenever someone's got an idea. Go ahead, Phil. Yeah, so this guy's getting shot. He's chained. It's still not slowing him down. I would like to try and read a bad situation to see if I can find anything with all this moving machinery and swinging chains to maybe disable him or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, go ahead. Give that a read, absolutely. As you're looking around carefully... Uh, trying to look at some of the consoles, some of the machinery itself. Uh, partial uh, success. Okay, so you get a question. Um, best way in, best way out, dangers you haven't noticed, biggest threat. That's kind of obvious, most vulnerable to me. Best way to protect the victims. Um, or something off the off the list as well. Yeah, I think I want to do something off the list. I want to see, yeah, is there anything in the area that I could use against this guy remove his strength like string him up lift a chain mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. something can is there something in the environment i can use to help there's lots of machinery around here you can tell that a lot of the chains that corbin had already started using a lot of those can be drawn up into the into the air so that he's kind of off the ground and and, and okay. away from you guys that's something that could work if you can get the console and such working uh so there's that that's an option um Let's see. Uh, the whole factory itself is is pretty um, is pretty old, so you could probably knock some stuff down and maybe like like a railing or part of the roof or something like that, or some of these giant machines you might be able to knock on top of him. Um, and then there's all sorts of various like tools laying around, like slaughterhouse tools okay. left and right here. They're they're rusty and they're kind of just laying on the ground, uh, but they certainly, you know, they can certainly be used against him possibly. Okay. Okay. Nice. 
And so it's at this point I'm just like, the chains burst, and you see all of them just go scattering off in different directions. And he reaches down, and you see him pick up this massive sledge uh, that is almost as tall as he is, and the head on it is about as wide as his massive stomach. And he sends out, like he leans back, his head kind of staring up at the sky. He leans out, he like calls out one of those pig squeals, and he comes thunderously charging in towards where the Reddings now are, uh, over by the console, getting ready to swing at one or both of them. Uh, meanwhile, up on the uh, up on the actual railing, Anton, as you're moving and sliding, whatever chain it was that had knocked uh, that had knocked Donna's gun out, kind of swings up, slaps the under underside of. Uh, of your walkway and you can feel it just pull out of the wall and dip and you can see Anton you're kind of sliding off at this point and you look down and you realize there's a meat grinder uh, beneath you uh, so Ooh. you have to be a little careful with that so that's what we have uh, uh, you know in front of us what are people doing uh, at this point since he has close to distance Caleb is going to try and kick some ass okay um, and he's uh, gonna try and like grab one of his wrists and bite like right here. Sure. And uh, see if he can do something with that. So you leap in front of Corbin, you set him off to the side and you, and you jump out and you try to get underneath. He's got these huge thick wrists and you're trying to reach up and bite one. Absolutely. Uh, roll kick some ass. Right. I got a partial success with an eight. Hey. Okay. Uh, did you roll? All right, you roll a tough. Okay, you roll it. Okay, uh, you know you can roll from the actual move, right? So you got a partial oh, success, no, right? So whenever you're no. fighting, you inflict harm on each other. Uh, the amount of harm is based on the established dangers in the game. That usually means you inflict the harm rating of your weapon, and your enemy inflicts their tax rating on you. So he's coming at you with a sledge. You're coming at him with a bite. What's yep. the harm rating on your uh, on your bite? Uh, three plus one. Okay. All right. Remember that right one up. Okay. Uh, so three, three plus one. Got it. Yeah. All right. So you reach up and you, you kind of leap as, as he swings the, the sledge around first, missing you and it smashes into the side of one of the machines. You take that opportunity as he's pulling it back to, to jump up, bite down on his hand. He takes his left hand and just shoves you away rears back with this sledge and does this overhand smash right on top of you. Uh, go ahead and take three harm, and Ooh. you are stunned as you get smashed down into the ground. Uh, this is going to be so this, we're making it, we're going to make this fall down. So you are la you have landed on the ground. You're essentially prone as it brings you and splats you into the ground, and you're effectively stunned, uh, even though you have a chunk of his flesh still in your teeth. Um, okay. Yikes. Uh, so you can see Corbin, he's rearing back and getting ready to come in with another blow where he's not even waiting. He's just <laughs> reaching it back up, getting ready to smash it on top of Caleb some more. Meanwhile, Anton, you're kind of slide like the, the railing is still kind of shaking and sliding and mm -hmm. right underneath you, you can see the, uh, the grinder. Um, what are people doing? I think I would just engulf him with as much magical flame as possible. Go right ahead. Uh, so go ahead and yeah, go ahead and cast your spell. 
burn everything. I'll, since it's a single target, I'll be going for base three harm, ignore armor. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, no, that's weird. It go. didn't roll. I thought it would roll when I clicked on it. That's my bad. Usually it does. <clears throat> Usually it does. No, it's just I'll click use magic, which would be the same. Oh yeah, one. use magic is the is the move. I think burning. <clears throat> your, it had a dice next to the playbook move. I thought that would do it. Okay, that's uh, not so bad. Works imperfectly. You choose your effect in a glitch. The keeper decides what effect the glitch has. Mm. That's weird. Choose your effect in a glitch. The keeper will decide what. Okay, so what do you want your effect to be? Um. I mean the the burn everything basically is just it it's just burning. Okay. Um, the glitch. I'm not sure. The sad thing is, unfortunately, the glitch can't affect me. Yeah, I think I because of my bad luck charm. Okay. If that's the case, there's very clearly one person that's going to suffer it. At, yeah, as uh, you can see, the flames circle around him. And catches him on fire. He just kind of looks up at you, kind of tilts his head to the side, lets out one of them pig squeals, and, and then you hear just like this low, heavy. <laughs> no, 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 no. As if it doesn't even affect him. And you can see he just kind of like shrugs it off. But as he does so, he just takes a step and stomps right on top of Caleb's head at the same time. Uh, <laughs> So that's so rude. Was, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm here for, right? And so his thick, heavy, this thick, heavy boot is right on top of Caleb's head. Uh, some of his clothes got a little singed here and there. Uh, how many? How much armor was that, Corbin? Uh, three ignore armor. Okay, got it. Okay, and magic if it matters. Uh, in this case, it doesn't. The ignore armor is all that matters. Okay. Uh, We've got Caleb underneath the boot of this thing. We have Anton's partially sliding off of the of, off of this walkway, potentially falling into the meat grinder. We have Corbin now getting closed in upon by this guy who's the fire is kind of singeing on him. This guy seems like an unstoppable machine. So what are you up to? Uh, I'll call out for Donna, like start grabbing some of those swinging chains and we can see if we can loop him around the guy to lift him up off his feet. All right. I got one and you got the other. Yeah. So if you take the lead on this, I can use my power of the heart ability. Okay. And I don't have to roll to help you. I just get a 10. Nice. So would this be an act under pressure? Walk me through what you're doing. Uh, say this again. Walk me through it. What you're, we're what grabbing you're chains. To okay. Yeah, all these swinging chains. We're just going to try and like wrap one around the dude somewhere to try and drag him away, or lift okay. him off his feet. Okay. Uh, I think probably because Caleb's foot is on top, maybe grabbing wrap around the foot to try to drag him away makes sense. Okay. Uh, so Phil, you're just trying to go in and grab more of these swinging chains uh, mm -hmm. and see if you can just slow him down enough again, like Corbin's initial spell did to let Caleb get away. You wrap it around, and you're going to automatically get a 10. Is that right? Well, uh, if Donna and I do this together, Donna gets to roll, and I'm going to help her. And on that okay. assist roll, I get an auto 10. Oh, okay. So, Donna, uh, act under pressure sounds perfect, then. Describe <laughs> what Donna's doing as you run up. 
so with my, did you already count for my plus one? I did I not. Did, it, yeah. it would it would still be a partial success. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. Since I did read a bad uh, read a bad situation, and I had a partial success. Uh, oh, it's still only a nine. I was going to see if I could use my hold one, but that only bump it up to a nine. Okay. Which is still so you partial. Were, you were yeah, it's still 10. partial. <laughs> yeah, still partial. Sense, it's still yeah. partial. Okay. So uh, I, I almost imagine like you've got like the better angle on this somehow for like sure. directing the. It's because I'm taller. Geometry okay. of like uh -huh. where the chains should like connect to. So you guys are going to be able to get the effect of drawing attention away from Caleb. Uh, however, uh, what this does mean is that it's going to turn the guy's attention to one of you. Uh, so I'm going to give you a hard choice, Donna. Do you want it towards yourself or do you want it towards <laughs> that's, Phil? That's not a hard choice at all. Donna definitely wants this towards herself. Her okay. and her three tough. So that the the chains wrap around. Uh, he, you pull the like you 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 can see that as they're swinging around. You pull maybe one of the levers on the consoles. It kind of yanks him away. He goes stumbling away from Caleb. Doesn't fully go to the ground. But with this big sledge, he's still kind of within reach of you, Donna, and he swings it at you. You're able to duck out of the way at first, but he's still continuing to swing away. And he's now turned his attention to Donna. Um, and not only is he starting to swing, but his mouth, you can see underneath where the, the kind of the pig face is. His mouth kind of grows. You can see this red pinkish interior blood kind of spewing <laughs> as he almost looks That's like so he's gross. trying to reach down and bite you with it. Um, oh, bring it. Donna remembered Meanwhile. that she has what doesn't kill me. So when I suffer harm, I actually get tougher. <laughs> so I'm all good with that. Anton, right. meanwhile, you're on the upper upper catwalk. Catwalk is crumbling. You're sliding down. And if you fall off, you're going to land in this meat grinder. What are you up to, Anton? So looking down at the meat grinder, can I see the control unit for it? Uh, yeah, I think if you look around, uh, you could probably see next to it. There's a cup. There's a, there's one of those, those, uh, one of those little panel, uh, little panels with like the physical, uh, physical buttons, one of which lights up green when it's on and one of its right, like, you know, is, is red it. when it's off. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, kick I some ass, I think, or yeah. act under pressure you can do as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think as well. Let me do act under looking, pressure. Yeah, um, I think act under pressure because you're not like going to do damage to it. You're just trying to turn it off. Okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. You did not act well under pressure. So no. You, no. <laughs> I think you, there was a meat grinding incident in my youth. Somewhere. So you... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hanging on, you're sliding, sliding. You grab hold of one of the the kind of the vertical stems on, on the uh, on the walkway. You point down with your gun. You shoot. You miss, but you miss because that vertical post that you grab snaps. And Anton, you slide off and you fall into the meat grinder. Your oh. foot getting caught in some of the grinds. You are going to take. Uh, let's see, what is it? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and. Say it's going to be three harm. You see an eruption of blood and and, and bits of your shoes explode out. Your and and it's threatening to kind of pull your leg down even further. Uh, all of you can hear this terrible grind. And then probably Anton, I would imagine, screaming maybe in pain as three harm comes out. Uh, and we're going to say um, minus one How ongoing. Does... Go ahead. Go ahead. Sure. 
How does luck work again? Uh, great question. Uh, let's see. How do how does luck how does luck work again? Uh, is luck like um, a reroll mechanism? Well, I'm just looking at the sheet. Mark luck yeah. to change your roll to twelve or avoid all harm. I think they don't ever come back, and you just use one. And oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So um, I don't want to change the roll because that was just cool. But I think I want to avoid all <laughs> harm. harm. I'll check one, and I'll just miss the meat grinder. How's that? Uh, how about this? How about you land on top of the meat grinder? Ooh, but your, the ladder your... falls, and I'm still astride the ladder across the top of yeah. the meat grinder. And you're grinder. just on top. You're like, your leg dangles and your shoe gets churred up a little bit. But as you pull the shoe mm -hmm. back up, like you realize your foot's still intact. Your foot's still intact. You're still okay. But you're literally yep. laying on top of the meat grinder, <laughs> looking down into it on a, on a bit of this ladder. Okay. Uh, awesome. Meat. Meanwhile, this thing is still swinging and just kind of trying to back Donna back down into a corner. Theodore, you're kind of holding on, or Phil, you're still kind of holding on to the chain, slowing him down a little bit, uh, but he's still swinging. Donna, you're able to kind of dodge out of the way. He's got one of these chains wrapped around his leg, uh, but he's still just this this, this force. Um, what are people doing? Donna's going to try to uh, kick his butt. Okay. Uh, what does that look like? And then, uh, uh, so can... Donna doesn't want to like disregard the plan that Phil came up with. So she's still trying to like pull the chain or swing on the chain or do something in such a way to still like meet the objective that Phil was working towards to try to like lift him up or kind of get him discombobulated with the chain. Um, but since he is kind of in range of Donna, she wants to try to do some type of like cool looking Tarzan swing kick to the head kind of thing. That sounds awesome. Uh, as you one of these other chains comes up, you grab it, you swing up, and you kind of swing back with a kick. Yeah, roll kick some ass. That's awesome. Let's see how this... Hey, four wow. freaking team. Very okay. nice. Uh, so instead of... Uh, okay, so on a 12 plus, uh, you get to pick an effect, an enhanced effect. You can completely hold an advantage. All hunters involved in the fight get plus one moving forward you can suffer no harm uh, as he is going to do harm back to you if, that's fine uh, otherwise. i'll take the harm uh your attack inflicts double the normal harm or your attack drives the enemy away in a route meaning it i like the first away. one i like everybody else like i've done in some and somehow the way that i've swung this chain mm -hmm. or maybe i kicked him in the eyes and he can't see very well so like everybody else will get an advantage nice okay uh, so you, you see Donna sweep through kick. He stumbles. She bounces off, comes back for a second. And that's when his big meaty hand grabs her leg and chomps on it. Uh, go ahead and take four points of harm. Uh, as, um, as there is an explosion of blood and gore from the now relatively disfigured leg of Donna, uh, and oh, intense intense pain, I would say, intense pain. I have one armor, so armor reduces harm suffered by the armor rating. So I've got one armor, so that'll drop it to three. Okay, that's so fine. She, for reasons, has like the um. 
like the the camo pants or whatever that have like the knee pads or whatever in mm-hmm. it. So like somehow that like kind of caught this bite a little bit. So it's just a little less harmful. Yeah. All Are of you, you just wearing your soccer shin guards again? <laughs> or that? Yes. Yeah. She yes. looks ridiculous. She really does. <laughs> just looks. It's kind of like absurd. the Casey Jones style of armor. Yeah. We sell the Heck sports yeah. good stuff. <laughs> right. So he munches down in your leg, and I'll tell you that he seems invigorated in doing in doing so. Like his energy is is returning. Not that it really was that drained to begin with. Uh, as he just and he continues to literally try to devour Donna, who is hanging on to this hook. He is slowed by the chain, but he's nonetheless like this massive thing. Um, okay. It's like to envision that she was kind of looking back like, wasn't that cool looking? And then she wasn't really was paying something. attention and then she just screams uh-huh. out in pain. Well, uh, um, seizing on that moment um, as he starts to lose a little bit of balance, Caleb is going to go right for the Achilles uh, tendon and just b- bite into it. Okay. Uh, um, you leap down to try to go for his Achilles tendon as oh, I was he's already chomping. Down Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. That's right, because he had he had stepped on your head. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, partial success. All right. Uh, so you inflict the harm rating, and it's going to inflict some back to you. So basically, yep. what happens is is you do manage to bite into him, uh, but he just turns as he's got Donna in one hand and he's got that massive sledge in the other and like a fly swatter just swings it down as he tries <laughs> to knock you away that's three harm as you go sliding across the floor like you're a like you're a polo ball smashing mm-hmm. into the wall you're also stunned as you're as you kind of delude uh, sort of you're you're in this state of, of delude uh delusion that's not the right word uh confusion yeah. Uh, well, I am now unstable. Okay. And um, what does stun do again? I'm sorry. Aren't you always unstable? It's just, just, just going to basically, <laughs> it, it, effectively, it's it's just going to slow you down or like make you have to kind of take a little longer to go again, that kind of thing. Uh, because you oh, also okay. took harm, um, you're already falling down, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, and you just took unstable. You're going to pass out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Good this, luck, guys. this is enough. Okay. This is enough. Sure. I think it, oh. it, it it pairs yeah. well with the stun, I think. That's fair. Okay. I, you see the Corbin was like initially he had the two like fire snakes. One was reaching out towards that body that was hanging. You see him he was initially planning to like take the chain linked to that body and then link it to this dude and try and use the weight of that body to pull him into the grinder, but then he sees Caleb go down. And so the snakes retract and they kind of get thinner it's almost like little hydra heads where it becomes like a bunch of like little tiny snake heads and then they all kind of go forth like little needles and thread kind of weaving through caleb's flesh and there's this horrible burning smell because it's basically rotten flesh being seared back together as i'll do this might hurt and uh use my fire magic to burn him back together okay (laughs) It's I heal with fire. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We see little uh, tiny, tiny fires pop up on Caleb's skin. 
as you try to fuse the skin back together. Yeah, he gets three health back. Beautiful. Okay. It's it's gonna leave scars. It smells terrible, and it hurts a lot. Oof. Okay. But it's combat heal for three. The nice. good news is, is that he was unconscious and stunned, and so he probably doesn't even feel the pain all that much. Uh, so I guess that's yeah. probably a good thing. Okay. Uh, I'm helping. Meanwhile, yeah. he's just got Donna in his grip. Anton, you're still you're still on top of this rickety ladder that's probably bending at this point, starting to give like every other piece of rusted metal at the top. Uh, Phil, you're like you're hanging onto this chain, but you're kind of being dragged like you're water skiing with a boat yeah. that's just ridiculously strong. Caleb is knocked out, but slowly starting to come to as the fire magic comes back together. Corbin finishing through his occult magic. And this guy just is going to literally eat Donna's leg uh, in a second. Yeah. Um, I had a really cool idea. But I think I'm not going to do it for another really dumb idea. I'm going to try and leap on this guy's back and rip the mask off. <laughs> okay, man. Okay. Uh, I love it. Uh, I do think this sounds like, uh, I mean, we could say kick some ass. We could, um, we could say act under pressure, too, if you prefer, if that's better for you. I don't, I don't think it's uh, the same thing. I'm just waiting for the guy now to reach back and just have like a Theodore sandwich in the two of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like how like when uh, they're both the same I got that me. really good result and I was reading like, or you could have it, you can drive it away in a route. I'm just like, no, 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 no. I'm like, okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, did and everybody take like, their plus one? I'm about to use it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't forget the oh, plus yeah, one. No. Like, yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. got a plus one. I can't see. Oh. I can only see that it's success. It won't let me jump to bottom and see what I actually rolled. But weird. Um, can I also use the hold that I got from my uh, the power of the heart ability for helping out? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's your sister. So, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to kick some ass. This will be a plus two. All right, man. You can. You, oh, I'm clicking the wrong thing. You got to click on the <laughs> dice, not the word. Oh, no. Uh. Okay. So that's a six, which is. Oh, Great. come on. <laughs> oh, uh, I've done better. Is, just, okay. is he going to have one leg? In, is, he's going to have a leg from each of you? Yeah. Put the feet together like this. <laughs> Phil, oh. you reach up and you try to rip the mask off. It occurs to you it might not actually be a mask. It's so horrible, oh, no. horrifically fused. You hear like a thud as he just drops the sledge for a second. And you hear another thud as he drops Donna for a second. He pulls oh. you off, brings you around so you're looking right at his face. And you just, you just, you don't even see human eyes. They're just like, just like these dead kind of black eyes staring at, back at you. And he's just looking at you for a moment. And there's like this, there's this pause. We're like, what the hell is happening? And then he reaches one hand out. He grabs a chain that's swinging down and he threads the hook through your feet. And like a tetherball oh, no. slings you across the, the factory. <laughs> oh, no. And he goes smashing against the wall on the other side. Uh, go ahead. Um, let's see. 
you guys have been using equipment and stuff like that. Uh, go ahead and take a five harm, actually. Take a five harm. And uh, you are now hanging uh, upside down with a hook through your feet uh, as you're swinging back and forth on the pedestal up at the factory, looking down below. Okay. I'm also unstable now, too. Yeah. Uh, so what was the other pain, thing? I think it's probably the best thing we do. What was the other thing you were thinking about doing? Oh, I had all that chain that I was trying to pull. I'm like, I'm just going to go like throw the other end in the beat grinder and see if it just pulls them through. Oh, hmm. that. But Donna was in trouble. I had to try and help out. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's where I I'm was too. Caleb dropped. was in trouble. So thanks. Caleb now I in trouble no more. save you. So let's, it's just so the secret is let your sibling die. Yeah. <laughs> He's already dead. That's the secret. You're the guys want to be a family, game. not me. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> so we've got Phil hanging uh, like bait uh, back and forth up. We've got uh, Donna on the ground, her leg half chewed through. We have Caleb on the ground, slowly coming back to consciousness as the fire healing occurs. We have Anton stuck atop a rickety ladder that's about to break and then he's going to fall once more into this, this meat grinder. We have Corbin who's in comparatively speaking, good shape. And we have this massive, force that seems um undeterred uh and he's still got eyes for donna as he looks back down to where you're kind of sliding away phil no longer holding on to the chain and he's just gonna pick his hammer up and start limping in the direction of donna what's everyone doing um nothing i, I feel like i can't heal fast enough to keep up with that but i do see a fun effect you can do with use magic Okay. Which is uh, do one thing that's beyond human limitations. Okay. I think Corbin could normally pick this guy up, but I think basically kind of beyond himself, he'll just kind of desperation that everybody's going down too quick, just come running up behind and again animate. Whereas before, like he made the, the fire snakes shrink down to be more like, you know, fine threads. At this point, they will animate in a much larger effect where it's not really Corbin doing the lifting. It's these giant pythons that will magically animate and wrap around the guy. And he's going to basically try to grab the guy and suplex him backwards to make him fall down towards that meat grinder. Okay, yeah, give it a roll. Or at least the, the snakes will, if I can roll well Would you enough. like to take a, an extra a plus would, one before you roll? I would love that. So whatever comes up, a plus two to the end of it. Oh. Man. Uh, all right, Just, so it looks wow. like it's still going to be a partial. Um, I love rolling like garbage when it matters. Okay, uh, let's see. So two and a two. Yeah, just uh, and a plus one from. Oh, did you already add in the plus one for me? Well, I can't see what I rolled at the end because so, it has this weird thing where it says "click to jump to the bottom," but it won't do it. So okay, I so it, it was a two d six plus three. So is plus three your weird? Yes. So it's a seven. Plus, no, it would still be nine because still the plus nine. one. Yeah. yeah. Man, I tried. Man, I tried to math it. It's, uh, I rolled just really crap. We're rolling lots of ones and twos. Yeah. <laughs> lots of lots ones of and dirt. twos. 
I will say, though, that at the very bottom of this, something we're neglecting is that there's all these different things that the keeper may say that are required, and it's not necessarily an instant effect. But we'll still say it's an instant effect. However, this is what's going to happen. Because mm. it's still going to work. Except you you suplex him back onto the meat grinder. Except Anton was on top of the meat grinder on a railing from above. And so as this guy gets suplexed down, he gets suplexed on top of Anton. That metal, that, that metal run of ladder folds down and gets shoved into the meat grinder and you hear this horrific cacophony of metal on metal grinding both both this creature and anton get stuffed down afterwards but because the metal goes in first the grinding machine essentially essentially stutters to a stop and kind of breaks at that point and so you have anton and the guy that are kind of jammed and shoved into it but they're not necessarily getting chewed up Mm. by the grinding material uh but you have i would say a momentary a moment to perhaps get the hell out of here if that's something that is on your minds anton you are now in a a meat grinder an unmoving meat grinder with a giant ogre uh i think you're the one who's probably in the most danger at the moment what do what would you like to do you are muted. Muted. Anton, we can't hear you. Speak up, man. Okay, there's a, I'm there's going a, to regret okay. this, but I'm going to kick some ass by putting the barrel of my gun up to him, pulling the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> you can lead him to water, but you can't yep. make him drink. Uh, so, let's see. So, I have a plus one to this roll, right? Since we all had plus ones this round. Yeah. Okay. Is there? There's no way to put the plus one in, is there? I no. don't think we figured something out yet. No. Mm-mm. Okay, I'm just yeah, going to temporarily put my toughness to one then to pick that. Again. Yeah, that's fine. That works. Okay, and come on, please. Come on for a good roll. Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> Thirteen. There okay. we go. So, Anton, you get to pick an advanced or enhanced effect. You get to completely hold advantage. All and so the same thing Melissa had before. Get a plus one to everybody. You can suffer no harm at all because don't forget, you're going to suffer harm on this. Your your attacks can inflict double the normal harm, or your attack can drive the enemy away in a rout. All right, um, I I would like to suffer no harm by the recoil rolling me off. Okay. <laughs> and him still on there, if that works. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would say you can just, you fire the gun, and probably between him getting suplexed, kind of head first back yep. into this, the thing grinding down, you shoot him in the head, that's enough for you to scramble up and out before he is able to just pull you down and like kind of take a bite into your head at the same time. Uh, so that's two harm. Two okay. harm. Got it. All right. At this point, Phil sweeping back and forth on the chains. Anton has climbed up out of the uh, the machinery, Corbin, that you just suplexed uh, the guy into. The machinery has grinded to a halt from the metal. Donna's on the ground with a chewed-upon leg. Caleb, you're just coming back to consciousness. As you can see, the skin searing together, and you can see Corbin, his hands like glowing or whatever it might be that shows signs of his spells. You have a beat, what would you guys like to do? Uh, Unhook does, myself. <laughs> is Donna anywhere sure. close to where her gun got thrown to earlier? You can, uh, well, I mean, you can run over and pick it up, sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's on the other and, side. I like I, I figure you ran up, you shot, and then after that you kind of charged in. So it's probably not that far away. Okay, that is what I thought I would like to do. How does this okay. guy look, by the way? Does he look like we've done anything to him? He looks fine. He looks, <laughs> I've been telling you guys this unstoppable force. He looks reinvigorated. Like lots of things have been trying to signal. Uh, but that's fine. Uh, right now he looks to be stuffed inside a meat grinder that has been grinded and broken from metal being shoved in first. Uh, so that's, that's where he's at right now. Is anyone helping Phil down? Yeah. Well, no, I'm just getting up. Never mind. No, it's okay. I would say at this point you just see, you see those horrible tendrils as the, the snakes will kind of like get skinnier and they'll spread like little hydra heads. I'll burn his wounds closed. But the hook's through my feet. <laughs> You're up there forever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the other thing I should point out, by the way, is there is another body on the ground too. Uh, when you came in here, you saw that another there was a, a victim that was being hung up, like strung yeah. up on the chains. When you came in, we should grab that body, and let's. We need to go. <laughs> this I is, agree. This is going horribly. Um, Caleb is going to hold his arms out to catch Phil when he drops, <laughs> shuffling forward. Arms wide open. <laughs> With arms wide open. Wow. I don't know. Someone pulls on the chain, takes them a little higher. <laughs> <laughs> Can you take them higher? Oh, that hurts. <laughs> Do I, I need to roll anything? But I don't oh, know no. the words, so I don't know. <laughs> All I know is, can you take me higher? And I don't know the next part, so I'm just making shit up as I go. I don't know. That's how you should do it, yeah. I it's hate an improvement. Cards, whatever. Something about <laughs> yeah. golden trees, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Angel There's peas, more. something like that. <laughs> yes. Oh. Okay. The angel so, peas on the wound to prevent infection. So we'll say Caleb uh, and Corbin are helping Phil down, I think. Or no, Caleb yeah. was helping Phil down. Corbin, you were getting the other body. Anton, or Anton, you had rolled out of the meat grinder. Donna, you had go and recovered your gun. You <laughs> Clearly guys getting keep... my gun is more important than Phil. <laughs> yeah, of course. You hear, I mean, that's how sisters treat their brothers. I get it. Uh, and so, mm -hmm. like, you hear, like, the you hear the machine, and you see a hand suddenly emerge up over the meat grinder, and he's kind of pulling himself up, and you can see the pig head. You have moments. Uh... What do you guys want to do? Run. Yeah. The GTFO. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think running is the right choice. Oh, uh, so. somebody mentioned picking up the body on the way out, though. Uh, yeah, Corbin. I think Corbin mentioned it. So we'll say that you guys can grab the body. Uh, you can grab your gun and you can get out. And as you're leaving, you hear a thump, 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 and you look back and there is a cleaver that just imprints right into the door of the factory as you guys run out. Um We'll say you managed to get out to your cars. Ooh, uh, I'm going to grab it just in case it actually sure. is yeah, snatch it. Yeah. Uh, you can add onto your character sheet, slaughterhouse tools, uh, and you can, and you continue to run. You look, you look back and you see the doors get pushed open and just like, a, you know, like Jason thump, slowly moving in your direction. You guys are backing the car out. Whoosh, you see a cleaver 
embeds right into the windshield as you guys go to oh. turn around. There's this big, rusty, bloody uh, blade right in your right in your faces. You do this three-point turn, you skirt away, another <laughs> There's now a hook in the back of your windshield. You look back, you can see the hook is attached to a chain wrapped around this guy's arm, and he's pulling, and suddenly your, your, your actual car is just going <laughs> as it's kind of wheeling and wheeling and wheeling. What do you guys want to do? I cast heat metal. Or the equivalent that thereof. Nice. That sounds wonderful. Go ahead and go ahead and cast. Go ahead and roll your cast. Which is basically just the same fire spell again, but just different effects. Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Oh, fantastic. So uh, plus one to whatever it is. I can't see what it turned out to be. It turned out to be a twelve. So you got a twelve, okay. which means you get mm. to. Uh, I basically give you an added effect. So here's what I'll say. If, if it's okay with you, it yeah. burns so like it just radiates almost like one of your snakes. It just burns and radiates from the actual hook all the way down the chain wraps around his arm. You see his arm just almost kind of go up into flames and he wrenches it free. And if you want, you can keep that chain and that hook as it as you drive away and you leave him back now with his arm on fire. Uh, and so you get yeah. to escape and keep that item. I like okay. that. So you guys drive away in the darkness. You do outpace him. He does chase for a little while. You look back, uh, but you're able to outpace inside of the car. And as you peer, you know, peel away down the kind of the old dirt road that leads up to this place, you kind of take stock. You have a big old cleaver that Anton has. You have a hook in, in chain. Uh, so you definitely have, so you have two, basically you have two slaughterhouse tools is what we'll call them. Uh, these are items that you can use. They deal plus two harm uh, effectively. Uh, so they're useful, uh, they're useful items. So you can have those. Um, and uh, and yeah, you drive away. It's late at night. Uh, how's everyone looking as we drive away? Very bad. Good. Better. Very bad. Okay. I, uh, okay. I had to give up the driving seat to my truck because you know my right foot is uh mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of maybe maybe not connected it's oh, it'll be feet. fine just you know get something to bite on for a second you will be just fine speaking of that you don't mind scar tissue right oh no no so she takes her um the big knife that she's got and so she is gonna like bite down on the big knife then corbin proceeds to lovingly burn his family to hell <laughs> and she's just biting down on the knife and as long okay. as it looks fixed she's happy so she'll just sort of like continue biting down on the knife but sort of like give you a thumbs up Okay, so you guys are in like one. Are we in two different cars? I I, we're remember. in we're in two. Yeah. Okay. We got we're in the two. Okay. Astro well, van them, and the yeah. pickup. Yeah. We'll say we'll say the Astro van is the one that got kind of screwed up uh, with like the sure. windshield and stuff like that, and the the truck's probably fine. Um, obviously, you guys can drive away to wherever you want. That's no problem. You have a hotel. Uh, you you know that the Clement fam, like the uh, the woman that you spoke to, wanted regular updates as well. It's late at night. Um, you have a dead body. We'll say in the truck probably makes the most sense. You have a dead body sure. in the back of your truck that has been butchered like up, like literally like a pig. There's like this huge 
canoe where the chest used to be. Uh, and uh, and that's Any what you're looking at. in the pockets? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You pull out and you can see a young, youngish man, late 20s, early 30s, somewhere around there, ripped up. You pull out the ID. Uh, the ID is Cyril Clement. It is the younger brother of Sophia Clement, your uh, your benefactor, so to speak. Uh, question for the fa family. At any point in time, do you let me get close enough to the body to smell it? After having seen what happened the last time, I think Anton would not. Right. So you're going to make sure I don't get close to it? Yes. Yeah, throw a blanket right. over it. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. I would say Caleb is in the Astro van for the drive. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're riding with me. Uh, yeah. Just keep pressure on Phil, on his, on Phil's like calf muscle or wherever it went through. Or was it your foot? It was my feet. You ah. got both my feet. Oh, God. There goes my future modeling career. <laughs> uh, you could be a hand model. I could. My feet were the real sellers. That's but, true. That's true. Yeah. So, what do you guys feel like doing? Well, let's. So, well, I guess we take gotta report a, back. This uh, poor slob is. Uh, but I was thinking we're gonna have to uh, break the bad news. We certainly could. We probably should. Um. I, I hear you a know, butt coming on. Temp oh, Jeff, that's rude. Tampering I'm with accurate. a corpse is uh, bad enough. Driving through town with a corpse in the back of the truck. Um, maybe we should just keep the ID and just, you know, go toss the body at the pig farm or something. No, it's... Okay. We should ask what she would like done. It's it's family. Okay. Like it's okay. not our family, but it's her family. And I'm an asshole, but I'm not that big of an asshole. Like she Okay. I might actually, I'm just I might actually yeah. say that, you know, if we're looking to get paid on this, I mean, we put life and limb literally multiple limbs on the line yeah. to retrieve the body of her dead family member. So, I mean, we may actually Fair. ask for additional funds for our pain and suffering for following through with this job. Yeah, man. Donna has no charm, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, okay. uh, you know, like family isn't just about blood and all that stuff. Like, uh, it's about who you're with. And he's here, and when you're here, you're family. Is that Olive Garden? Huh? No, never mind. As Caleb talks, a hook breaks through the windshield, <laughs> wraps around his head, and yanks him out, and he disappears, never to be seen again. Oh, uh, that's fair. Yeah, let's okay. go turn in this corpse then. I mean, I'm just saying we make a phone call and we just say, like, you know, is there somewhere that you would like us to uh, deliver this to? Okay. I don't or, think I should be the one or, to talk to her, though. Oh, oh, I don't like this idea, but I have an idea. Wait, you don't if, like my idea or you're no, about to say a different your idea, idea that you don't so like? much more reasonable than my idea. What's your idea? If you guys would be willing to, like, 
hold the body up over a reflective body of water. Um, I could try to observe another place or time as a magical effect, and I could try to see what his final moments of life were. Does it have to be a reflective body of water? Or can it just be a mirror? It, it does, yeah. Unfortunately, like that's kind of been set earlier for my rote stuff. It's like one of the trappings I need. Can I just fill a glass with water? And what about a bathtub? A bathtub or something. That's why I tend yeah. to do my stuff at toilets. Like it needs yeah. to be. If you need me to, oh, okay. I could hold him above it. No, yeah. no, it, that's all right. <laughs> no, uh, it sounds like maybe we should check into a motel. Use the yeah. phone there. Call her. Yeah. She can yeah. come to the hotel if she wants to take control of the body. Yeah, that's an idea. Let's do that. Yeah, you guys do have a, uh, you already have a room at the Barrow Lodge. You're good to go. Uh, if you're looking right. for a body of water, you are familiar with where there's like a swampy lake that kind of extends off. That's not too far away. That's where Corbin and Caleb and Anton went by the, um, what was it called? The McKinney Farm. But the thing extends. It's Arkansas. Yeah. It's, there's some swamps. I don't, so I don't know exactly why, but yeah, I, I, I do have to have water. It's just a thing. Okay. Well, let's swing by the swamp on the way back to the hotel. When we get to the hotel, I'm down to make the phone call. All right. Yeah. Swamp might be better than bathtub. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, is though. Don't mind our yeah. friends. I've been sitting here trying to find a way to like with the body? do a body of water uh, against gravity. And I just really wasn't coming up with a way to I do mean, that. I was going to let somebody else do the lifting. I wasn't really that worried about that. I know someone who's pretty uh, strong could probably do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you know, so you, he wants yeah, to kill ahead. us. A little bit. At this point, the body won't notice a few bites missing. But. <clears throat> True. Swamp. To the swamp. Okay. You, it's not hard to find it. Uh, so it's just, you kind of pull off on the side of the road. You kind of go down a ways. It's dark. Mosquitoes or insects are all over the place. Uh, you can hear occasional sounds of uh, kind of you know, frogs and such kind of ribboning left and right. Uh, no one seems to be around. You do feel like you are kind of in the middle of nowhere currently uh, as the the actual factory is like probably a couple miles away at this point. You know that the, uh, the farm is uh, kind of on the other side of this swampy, lakey area, which is miles away and town itself, Bentonville proper uh you you probably are still like you know three four miles outside of a kind of proper city area uh so you feel close enough to being um being alone so so corbin what does it look like you describe it well the doing divination is like the rote i took whenever i, I made that so it is you know i've got to basically take some time to put down some uh, some wax on something nearby. So if we're doing it at a swamp, it becomes like a weird thing where I need to find some driftwood, drip some wax on it, and then cut some symbols into the wax. And then it's it's kind of awkward because like you have to have the driftwood with the wax and the symbols cut in, and then somebody's got to hold the body over the water, like within the area that that wax is. It's awkward. Who does who does the holding of the body? Donna will do it. Okay. So Donna, you hold on. He's not a very big man, uh, Cyril. He's a uh, fairly slight of build, not very tall. 
uh, in because most of his uh, his chest and torso is missing from being cleaved out. <laughs> it helps with the weight. It's a little lighter. <laughs> so uh, make your roll, Corbin, and uh, okay. we'll see what happens. Excellent. Hoping to... This is very awkward, though, because she's limping with her foot. And so like whenever, every other step she takes with the body to get it in place, it's like struggling a bit. Twelve. Okay. Oh, this is fantastic. The ritual takes a little time, but uh, but you're able to get it done. Uh, you get a you get an extra benefit. So the, your what's the basic effect that you wanted? And so basically, we were initially hoping to see like I was going to try and aim for at least like what were this guy's final moments? Like, let me see kind of like how things ended for him. Maybe it can be a little more clarity. Like normally it would be kind of murky. It's in swamp water, but maybe somehow magically it's actually like. We somehow actually view that place in time and get to actually get a good take on. We'll say it's almost like we watch a cutscene. Yeah, we'll say like the moon kind of opens up a little bit, creates this nice light, this reflective vision, uh, and you see kind of playing out for you on the surface of the lake, reflected from the light. You see the interior uh, of of the actual factory that you all were just in. You see uh, what looks like Cyril. You can see that he is, and he is intact. He's living, uh, and he is hastily trying to like scrub out certain what looks like drawings, graffiti of some kind on a wall, and trying to replace it with others. And you can see he's kind of like panicking and panicking and panicking about it, and like he's he's kind of looking at this this book like in his hands and then he's just like it's like he's he's stressing, <laughs> and he kind of runs races one bit and he's like no 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 no, that's not right that's right and then the doors kick open right next to him to the point where you guys can see a splash in the water just from uh just from the timing of it all and there standing in the middle of this like double set of doors is that huge ogre uh that you guys just fought and it just slings out with that same chain and hook that you now have wraps around his body and you just hear like this sort of far away no 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 i banished you no 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 you're you're not supposed to be here anymore as he um, just essentially gets squeezed yeah anton oh sorry jeff hey, are these can we all see these are these are these is this a physical image i'll say because i mean because it's uh he got a, a 12 plus he gets an extra effect we'll say yeah all of you can see this happening for sure Taking Polaroids of the ruins, <laughs> he's yeah, he's carved quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fun. That's a good yeah. idea. Okay. And then after after a little while, you can see the the clouds kind of cover the moon once more. You can see the water gets very dark, and there's a little bit of that kind of green grime over top of it. Little, you see a little bug or so kind of fly around, and you realize the vision is faded. So, well, that's magic. Banished with little symbols that he's trying to mess with. He already had a book, which means he had gotten that book ahead of time, which means he probably had a place that he grabbed the book from. We can maybe backtrack mm-hmm. where he's grabbed the book from, get a little bit of something from that. Maybe the sister knows like what weird habits yeah. he's into, what places he visited. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. We... Maybe rather than just calling the sister, why don't we go visit? Go visit her. So yeah. we're going to tell her 
you're you're way better with people than I am, Phil. But we're gonna tell her that our brother is dead and it's all his fault because he's the one with the woo woo book. Uh, I'll put it gentler than that. Uh, but essentially, yes. Uh, sadly, her brother uh, was also killed. He is currently, we'll say, he is innocent. He was and, trying to abolish the evil, like uh-huh. whether or not she he, believes in that. That's what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. But if and she I mean, brought the evil, well, then we've got a whole new problem. Ooh, I just so, popped in my head. So, like else. Anton. Like, Anton knows how to kill people. So, like, you bring it up, Phil, you're all friendly and la-di-da. Yeah. Your brother died a hero doing at least what he thought was a heroic thing. But then maybe Anton keeps the side on her for if she's being all shifty about it. Yeah. Well, and then that's a great idea. I definitely think we need to do that. And then also we can just ask, like, hey, where's your brother's place? Where does he hang out and do dark and spooky things? See if we can search. See if we can find any more information on that. Cool. I probably shouldn't talk. Let me do the talking. I'm good okay. at it. Not Works so good at walking. Not anymore. Yeah, I could burn that close for you if you want. No. It's you're really leaking like a lot. It's just a little conversation. It's no big deal. No. Just some fire snakes deep into your flesh. Okay. Do you hear yourself sometimes? I, you know, I gotta say, I it hurt a whole lot when you did it, but I feel better now. Like six hours later, it's like Eddie Mercury once said, "Pain is so close to pleasure." Ah, fine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I'll take my shoes mm -hmm, off and mm -hmm, hold my feet mm -hmm, up in the air. Do your fire snakes. Kind of flops over a little bit. Blood flies. They've been Uh uh mangled. You can actually see through them where the hook kind of went through. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 horrific, everybody. Tense pain for everyone. I think the only one who actually I think Corbin and Anton got out of that relatively unscathed. I think considering everything and I'll just like relatively as I'm talking to you, I'll be glad to burn myself. Like (laughs) it's not that bad. I burn myself all the time. What's the big deal? Yeah. We're healing. We're healing. Man, if this ever goes wrong inside the car, I'm just going to set the car on fire and it just explodes. <laughs> Actually, that, that burn everything ability fair. I have does have a, like, if you roll too low, you just set things on fire. Oh, yeah. dear. Okay. But I'm so, fine because I have the bad luck charm. So only other people. Sure. It's it's not like there's I'm anyone a, important like your family in the car with you. <laughs> I'm a good teammate. I can't hold okay. these feet up here forever, man. Who is driving you, anyway? Is that, uh, is, there's got to be two drivers. I'll be driving. Well, we okay, I would say we're one. probably still like okay, so at the, the swamp. Th- yeah, because yeah. it would works. be really hard for me to drive and hold my feet up in the air that way. <laughs> Kay, yeah. or Corbin can wiggle his snakes mm-hmm. at my toes. Okay. <laughs> Just, you know, stick your feet up in the air and then uh-huh. move them like you just don't care. I can feel the breeze through the holes <laughs> in my through. feet. Yeah. <laughs> but can you feel it burning in the air tonight? Oh, Lord. Oh, God. 
A second hook crashes through the window, oh, rips into Corbin, yanks him into the darkness, and now both Redding brothers are gone for good. Uh, okay, uh, so so we are headed to the Clement estate. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So we'll say we get there. It's late at night, probably 9, 10 o'clock or so. Uh, you roll up to a, uh, a very considerably sized home. Uh, it, it certainly, uh, does, it's not like gated, doesn't have security, anything like that, but it's a very large home up on a hill. You can see it's well lit trees everywhere, large, luscious gardens left and right. Uh, and you, you pull up, you can see that there's a couple other cars you would imagine are hers, etc. A few lights on multiple stories. There's two stories. There's a great deal of acreage, uh, to this, this land. Like they're definitely like rich folk that have been rich within this area of Arkansas for a not inconsiderable amount of time. Um, when you go to announce yourself at the door, when you're like knock at the door, ring on the bell, whatever it might be, just paint a picture for me. What, where, who is there when the door opens? What do you look like? And do you have the body of Cyril with you? Uh, Donna is back in the truck with the body. Okay. Okay. Donna cannot hear her brother if her brother is talking. I am talking and muted again. Yeah. Uh, Anton and I are definitely going up to talk because Anton's watching. I'm chatting. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll probably as well because it seems like he had some knowledge of arcane mumbo jumbo and I can maybe speak to some of that if she brings anything up. Okay. Caleb is shuffling behind them. All right. So Caleb, so it's just Donna who hangs back with the body. This so will be right back. Fine. Only Donna. Anyway. So you leave Donna. Donna's by herself in this slasher film with the dead body. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. With the giant canoe in the torso that looks strangely like a mouth. Uh, all right. So you ring mm-hmm. the, de- the bell or knock on the whatever the hell. Door opens up and you can see... Uh, it is Sophia Clement, actually. Uh, she is answering the door herself. You can see she is in an evening robe. Uh, she has a uh, what looks like a, a nightcap in her hand. Uh, again, she is in like her, her late 30s, kind of early 40s kind of look to her. Um, very professional looking. You can see even now she hasn't like undone her hair. She's just kind of changed and she's got this very long, elegant night robe on and she looks you all up and down looks like the the lot of you have had a day haven't you well that is a very nice way of putting that we have had one heck of a day and imagine y'all have answers for me um well we've got some bad news and we've got some good news and then we've got some worse news you guys hiss here, echoing through the hall. Hi-yah! And something like rattles and falls to the ground. And then she just calls over her shoulder uh, in sort of like the direction. Zachary, hey, here. And you can see like paddling up next to her is the same man that you saw in the dining room mm-hmm. with kind of the slicked back hair. He has like a gi on right now. And you can see he's got a belt and everything. Uh, he looks like he's looks like he's been practicing. He's sweating a bit. Uh, and he's like, well, y'all, 
might want to invite these fine folk inside. They seem to have gone through a bit of a ringer. Uh, now come on inside. We'll, we'll get you something to drink. Come on. And he kind of leans off and invites all of you in. Okay. I will go in. Okay. Walking very gingerly. Uh, hey. I wanna, why don't you all Follow head me. down the hallway there? Make yourselves at home. In the study, there is a wet bar. Uh, and we'll be in with you in just a moment. Cool. Well, go in and start making myself a drink, and I will make a drink for Anton. Mm hmm. And I guess Corbett Caleb. Yeah. I'm yeah, just grabbing yeah. a bottle and lighting a cigarette. Okay. Beautiful home on the inside. Uh, you can definitely tell it's well maintained. Uh, you kind of move down these kind of polished floors. You see like old aristocratic art hanging from the walls here and there. These uh, faint lights. You hear the sounds of shuffling on the uh, the floor above. Like there probably are still people here. And you hear like, like who's all that down there? Why is all that ruckus? It's okay, daddy. Just go ahead and, and go to sleep. We'll take care of it now. It's like, you're waking your mother. Like, it's okay, daddy. And after a few moments, both Sophia and Zachary will rejoin you. Uh, they, You can see that Sophia is like carrying a tray that has all these different like first aid equipment and some items and stuff. And she just kind of sets it down in front of you all. Uh, I don't know much of how to do it myself, but I'm sure you all can handle it. Uh, and she kind of places it there and Sure. Try not to bleed on the furniture, darling. Yeah, we already cauterized most of the wounds. Hmm. Mm. That's all. And the guys, the guys, like I thought I smelled the uh, the familiar odor of burnt flesh. Yeah, I mean, I I remember seeing you. Your uh, was it a kata? Yeah, you look the sort of guy that uh, knows his forms. You know your mm. stuff. Yeah, it might be so, but it is the wise warrior who avoids battle. Kneels down. Yeah, we're dumb as I'm, shit. And as he's kneeling down, he grabs like his gin and tonic, and he takes a sip from it, puts it back, and then comes back up, fist still in palm. Why is he too? I've heard that the man can't stand; he can't fight. Well, is that a thing? Never venture, never win. And he picks his gin and tonic up and just takes a huge gulp from it. A coward dies two deaths. Never pee into the winds. Don't tug on Superman's cape. Anyone who does <laughs> will end up smelling. Anyway, that's enough with the fun stuff. Let's get to business. Y'all want to <laughs> tell us what has uh, befallen y'all tonight and what that has to do with my, our dear brother. Okay, well... Like I said, I got some good news, I've got some bad news, and I got some worse news. Which one do you want to start with? I imagine you start by telling us what's befallen our brother. Oh, and so the bad news. Sadly... They both kind of look at uh, each other briefly, and then they kind of look back at you. If that's what it is, what has he gotten himself into? Sadly, your brother... Um, has passed. He has been killed 
by the same thing that killed Red. I beg your pardon. You mean by thing? Like, are we talking heart disease, cancer, gingivitis? I would. Gingivitis can lead to heart disease, but that's not the <laughs> point here. No, um, a very large man wearing a pig mask, and I mean very large as in extremely large. Mm-hmm. He is when, up when, at the meat factory. Go ahead. When he's describing this, I'm taking very careful look at the expressions on their faces. Okay. Uh, sure. I mean, you can, you can roll it and we'll just kind of let it, you know, we'll let kind of like read a bad situation mm. if you want, like let that ride for mm. a bit. Like so far, there's probably nothing that's really kind of, they, they're weird. You can definitely, they're definitely a little odd. You're not sure how much they really care about their brother. Uh, but so Sophia's, well, I was a bit, um, concerned about that, especially after I heard what happened to, a. What happened at the McKinney farm, what they discovered. Yeah. Ronnie Drew. Um, two of them are thick as thieves. So when one turns yeah. up, we, uh, we got so, that call this afternoon. We weren't able to apprehend the man responsible for killing your brother. Uh, that is, he's the one who hurt us. Uh, one man. We did manage one man. All of this. Uh, yes, and I'll go ahead and take my shoes off and show him the holes in my feet. So Zachary will lean forward. He'll take a big gulp of a new gin and tonic. He'll kind of wipe the his brow a bit uh, and kind of let the sweat kind of come back over his slick back hair. The worst calamities that befall an army. Arise from hesitation. You just got a book of those somewhere? Like, Are how much time do you spend with the philosophy that? of Sun Tzu? Like, Art of War? I mean, clearly, oh, you're very you are a reader. Uh, oh, no, that's brother, way too big for me. Your brother was probably a reader, too. Did he ever read any weird books that had, like, strange little symbols on them or anything? Or Oh, well. I actually take out a Polaroid that's. A little innocuous, but shows the symbols, not okay. a lot else. And it's like just books with stuff like this in it. Is it the picture you took from the from the water? It probably yeah. the picture you took has like her brother getting wrapped up in a in a chain of a giant guy. <laughs> it's a little I'll murky. cover that up. What's this part underneath your thumb? Can you oh it's just a smudge? Um don't worry about that part. Uh so so she says, well, he always was a very curious sort and that sort of thing takes after our mother that way. Okay. So your mother may know stuff about this. Well, <laughs> they kind of both look at each other, kind of roll their eyes and chuckle. <laughs> she, um, she has some interesting theories about the success of our family, believes it is not born from wise business decisions and uh, investments, but in fact from her dealings with 
black magic, some voodoo, oh, some or the okay, other. Okay. Oh, well, it's yes. it seems like your brother uh, subscribed to that as theory as well. He that's was always how he something. Was he now? Well, that's interesting. At least that's what he thought. Well, my brother, he um, he was a very soft-spoken young man, and he has had not yet come into his own just yet. He spent a much uh, much of his life uh, reading uh, fictions and fantasy, mostly. Uh, he did, uh, I believe, um, stumble across a bit of my mother's uh, library, uh, one that she has curated over, uh, well, very long and extensive life. Um, we they both kind of share a look again. Anton, you're getting the feeling like they're kind of like holding back a little bit, but like, they're not like, you don't get, get that. Like they're outright lying as much as they're just sort of like, they're just kind of equivocating and maybe kind of covering the family ass a little bit kind of deal. Could we talk to your mother? She leans back. Well, she is, um, it is very late. Mr. Mm -hmm. Theodore, was it? That's it. That's it. You got it. Yeah. Two points I for you. See. Oh, we're keeping score now, are we? Why not? I see. Uh, she is of advanced age, as is my father, both of which, well, they could use their rest. It is only a matter of time before they part, depart this mortal coil, as you see. Like, are we talking uh, like, like hours, days, months? And the guy, uh, like the man, he's like, well, pop up. He's a bit, um, hey, he, he could be imminent. It could be weeks, perhaps. The last update we received from the doctor is that the, the cancer had spread once more and it probably won't be much longer now. Yeah. Is a delight as always. Well, I wasn't asking to talk to your father. Sorry to hear oh, about his condition. I see. Uh, well, that is fine. Uh, he would probably not entertain your uh, your audience. I don't think he won't even speak to family, really, unless it is to yell and to explain to us how we have failed him and how the legacy he is leaving behind is. Uh, Usually some collection of manure epithets of some kind. And he reaches down and picks up another gin and talk. They just keep manifesting and he just keeps oh. drinking. You know, I, I think it's fair not to, to wake the elderly from the rest at this time of night. If we were to try and seek an audience, trying to talk to them during the day, it's not unreasonable. But, uh, you know, uh, for knowledge, God, I wish I it wouldn't hurt us to maybe read up a bit. Would it maybe be reasonable to see this finely curated library to try and get into the headspace of what your brother was trying to do? Because maybe if we have a better idea of like where he was trying to approach things from, maybe we could get a better bearing on who he was encountering. Uh, good idea, Corbin. 
I see. I see. I would not want to wake your mother from her slumber. I understand, and I appreciate the courtesy as you have extended to my hour, mother. Uh, She does have a study. It is not one that um, we usually offer public view of, but considering we have hired you to, um, well... Well, first it was to exonerate our brother. Now I think it should extend to perhaps uh, exacting a certain sort of vengeance on whatever this... What was the word you used again? Thing that killed him? Yeah. 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 Zachary, would you be a deer and show them to mother's study? Uh, Before we do, um, perhaps we should get over the bit of good news uh, that we have to relate to the family, Phil. Oh, yeah, uh, your brother didn't do it. And the other good news. Of course. I guess there's another point of good news. Oh, I'll let you, because I've Uh, forgotten. Through great uh, personal harm and... We've got your brother's body. Oh, yeah. We did manage to recover his body. And I point at Phil's feet... (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't easy. No. I'm sorry. What do your feet have to do with the recovery of Cyril? Uh, oh. Cyril was about to be turned into uh, many pounds of ground mm-hmm. paste. Um, th- yeah. His killer uh, didn't take kindly to us removing his body. Uh, and well, he's, he's a quite powerful man behind that pig mask. Um, mm-hmm. it wasn't easy. He was going to put him in the meat grinder. You can see they both kind of like lean back. Like with, the first time you've probably seen them with a little bit of like emotional surprise. Like they've been keeping this countenance. Zachary is one of kind of like this a weird aloofness and she is very like professional, but both of them kind of starts to fracture at that point. And you see a little bit of like the siblings actually come through and they do seem Oof. a little horrified. Why don't we all, cause my sister's out there looking over the body, just making sure. Why don't we all go out and we'll, we can show you the body and we can talk about how you all want to handle that situation. That sounds like an excellent idea. I'll accompany you and I'll inspect the body. Zachary, can you escort whichever one of these wants to peruse Mother's study? Uh, Actually, why doesn't Anton take you to see the body? Yeah, I'm going to point me to your restroom. It's been a little bit. I need to relieve myself, if you don't mind, and then I'll meet you up and I'll meet you outside with the body. Well, the servants, uh, the outhouse is outside and around the eastern corner of the home. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't bring my banjo today. You're right. <laughs> I suppose because you're doing us such a great service um, near the kitchen, you can find okay. a, a restroom. I'll meet yes, you. Just down I'll meet you outside as soon as it's done. Well, as soon as I'm please, done. Please it, do not wander uh, and respect our privacy. I will. Absolutely. Thank you. You can see she gets up. Anton, you said you're taking her out to the body. I am. Right? Okay. Phil's going to the bathroom on his own. 
Zachary kind of gets up, kind of looks at, I would say, Corbin and Caleb at this point. Would you gentlemen like to accompany me? We'd very much like to do so. Um, yeah, whatever we may or may not know about this situation, I think we can all accept that your brother, at least in his heart, though not a large man of stature, was willing to take on what he felt to be a challenge far greater than himself. And uh, so at least he held a great deal of courage in his final moments. That's very kind of you to say. I see. If If you'll accompany me. And he kind of like holds an arm off, trying to venture you deeper into the into the estate, kind of down a hallway, kind of starts traveling that way. All right, so Phil, you're off by the oh, by the kitchen. As soon as they're out of eye shot, I'm going to go find the mother. Okay, uh, so uh, we've got this is reset. Anton, Donna, in now Sophia outside by the truck. We've got Phil trying to sneak away upstairs, you think, and we've got Corbin mm-hmm. and Caleb going with Zachary uh, to peruse the study. Okay, so if that's the case, uh, Phil, you're trying to be very sneaky, right? So sneaky with my okay. feet. <laughs> with your feet. So why don't you do, <laughs> give us an Good act of pressure. you're not dripping blood anymore. <laughs> yeah, you might be sneaky. You're welcome. <laughs> 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 okay and then okay that's a right. four what kind of roll is that My it gosh. was a one and a two it that's, hurt that's so bad at least bad. the second time you've rolled a one and a two tonight yeah we have not mm-hmm. had kind dice tonight and that's uh-huh. okay okay uh you guys did get a couple of 12 pluses you guys you guys got a couple of 12 pluses that is true. we did i've had it right anton uh that okay it's been a good spread. It's been a good spread of dice tonight. All right. I'm just imagining so, Phil like going up the stairs and like slips on the blood and just like blood everywhere. They're carpeted. There's like a nice little runner, this gorgeous, elegant carpenter, and there's just red footprints the whole way up. <laughs> okay. So we'll start. Okay. So this is all, this is going to all happen at once, but we're going to do these in, in pieces. So we'll start outside with Donna and Anton. And the the body of Cyril and Sophia as you reveal the body, and she, oh my goodness, that is absolutely awful. You said he was dead. I didn't realize he was in this horrific state. Oh, and she kind of leans back against the car. Oh my god. Oh, what did this? What did this? To be honest with me, you're holding back. What is it that did? This is not a. This is not a, a man cannot do this to another man, an animal, a beast cannot do this to my brother. What has has happened here? Oh, God. Donna I'm looks at Anton sick. and just says, you didn't tell her? Oh, we told her about the giant man and the pig mask. You said it was a man. This is not the work of a man. This is the work of no man. Would. Oh, oh, goodness. Come to think of it, do you, by any chance, does your family... By any chance, have any contacts with the police? <laughs> of course we do. Yes, indeed. Um, we, uh... Because we have a couple of weapons that this man hurled at us when we were leaving. He might have left prints on it. We can make arrangements to deliver those weapons to the uh, 
sheriff's department in the morning. We have quite a few folks on retainer, indeed. <laughs> Did you, uh, you said he wore a, a pig mask. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Phil made a good attempt to kind of pull it off. I'm not sure if he got to look at underneath the mask or not. But you, you can see by, by the damage to the body, just the danger that we were in trying to recover your brother's body for you. This was what, what did yes, this yes, is what we were, were facing. Terrible danger and you shall be compensated. Pig mask, you say. Now, I heard an interesting story that the local police have lost a pig mask, the very pig mask that Sandy Oxford wore 20 years ago when he went on his rampage in my family's factory. You don't think this is some sort of copycat? Is that the proper term? You all investigate these things, don't you? you have any pictures of this man? Old Sandy photographs? From... Yeah. I'm sure I do not, but they are available, I would imagine, within the Wonderful public library that we offer. Newspaper archives, maybe. Of course, of course. Uh, and I would say, Donna, you might have come across it. I know you were in the library. You might have seen a picture of him or something like that once or twice. Yeah, Yeah, I think I rolled about as badly as Phil's been okay. rolling tonight when I was trying to do my library stuff or my newspaper stuff last time. Okay. Um, ma'am, I, I, what, what would you like me to do? And Donna's just sort of pointing to the... We do have a private uh, cemetery for the family, uh, and we have a walk-in freezer. Could you please just carry the body inside? We will... uh, And you... Oh, oh, um, certainly. You can help me move a few things around within our freezer, and then we'll have to call Dr. Merton. He'll come down and... Perform whatever procedures he needs to prepare the body for burial. Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. Cover him up, please. I don't want Mama or or Pop-Pop to see him. I think he was covered because I was trying to keep him, Caleb, from seeing it. The cloth just continues to sink into the concave (laughs) chest of the guy. (laughs) Okay. So you two pick up the body, and with her leading, you start to lead the body back inside. We'll cut over then to Corbin and Caleb. You've been walking with Zachary, who, again, is wearing this geese. <laughs> he's not in a nightgown. He's just, he's just walking around barefoot here and there, carrying his gin and tonic. And he leads you into a room. And you can see all around there's these, there's these essentially amazingly painted, like the craftsmanship of them, these oil paintings that are in these very ornate, like kind of golden frames hanging on the walls here and there. The entire room uh, is, is, is sort of devoid of any real furniture other than a bench along the wall. You can see there's a kind of lacquered flooring. And then in the middle, there is like a carpeted place. It very much looks like a um, an exercise room of some kind, like his own private dojo. The paintings that are hanging on the wall are, you can tell, are of him. Uh, they, in various poses of karate. Uh, and you can see he's always very heroic and he's always kind of standing in a way that demonstrates he has been victorious recently uh, in whatever bout he was in. Uh, and he just says, it is a shame my brother did not uh, train uh, with me. 
I have offered many times over the years. Perhaps if I, if I had been more insistent, he would be with us today, for I am a accomplished martial artist, as you can see. And I have been told by many that my, my martial artist artistry is eclipsed only by my educational skills. Had he just allowed me to be his tutor, he might still be with us today. Oh, Cyril, you, you just, you silly little boy. And he just starts to weep there, just kind of standing in the middle. Mm-hmm. Could one of you fill this, please? And he kind of holds out this, this gin and tonic glass. <laughs> so as Corbin's filling, I'm like, uh, you a tournament winner or something? Oh, I have, uh, I have far exceeded the ability to enter a tournament. My, my skills are such that, um, it would not be fair to the other, uh, competitors within the tournament Whoa. if I were to enter. Really? Yes, you've heard of black belts, I assume. Yeah. I have seven. Seven belts? I do, indeed. Uh, looks like you have one, as I point to his waist. I do not wear all seven at once, but I understand the confusion. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. you know... We, Isn't a uh, true master's belt's white because they know that... <laughs> He's, he's an idiot. <laughs> we all know. <laughs> I love this guy, though. Uh, we were uh, going to say, Corbin. It's, uh, you know, it's like the the great bards, the boss town said, you never had to knock on wood. Uh, <laughs> Don't we're you in know the someone 90s, who has? Right? Uh, no, we're in like the 90s. 90- like late 80s, early 90s. Oh, uh, I sorry. Am, I've got my timing off. That's my I am, bad. I'm unfamiliar. He's watched with a little too much Barry Gordon's Last Dragon. That's what it was. Yes. Well, this is know, a terrible time. It's a terrible time for our family, but uh, in the midst of chaos, there's opportunity. There is an opportunity because you know what? If we can try and dig into what your brother was looking at, you know what I think would be just the most supreme justice? To get a champion of your caliber face to face with your brother's murderer because we couldn't handle it. But if somebody like you was there, clearly that razorback behemoth would quiver in fear at the mere presence of you. And I would love nothing better than to work together to do the research that will help us create that scenario. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was thinking of my my dearly departed brother, and I I only caught the tail end of what you said, but I will say this. The wise warrior avoids the battle. <laughs> uh, well, then perhaps we, your wisdom can help lead us into that. Uh, do you know... Which part of the study your brother tended to frequent most? Oh, yes, that's right. He wanted to see Grant. My mother's study. Yes, it's uh, it's this way. And he kind of continues down the hallway. Uh, opens up the door. Form another. 
Yeah, and there's like a big pitcher you're just carrying around. Yes. Just, pouring just this giving him as much drink as he wants. You push open the door and you just see a very beautiful, uh, a very beautiful office room with like a chase lounge and a and a small coffee table and a handful of very you know these beautiful plush leather seats and books for days you just see books and books and books but they're not like these uh they're all kind of leather bound old you can see the the from floor to ceiling there's just rows of rows of books here and there there's a handful of uh, these small little like display diocese here and there where you can see like there's some kind of small little object on display, like a, a dagger here, a feather there, that kind of thing. Um, you can see like on the ground, there are all manner of like like the carpet is beautiful and plush, but like it has these uh, these kind of different circuitous uh, kind of network of, of symbols that kind of come through it. Um, and he looks to you and says... Please be sure to treat any of the books that you find in here with great care, for they are my mother's prized possessions. Not her children, mind you, but her books. Amen. And he just flops down on one of the chase, on like the chase lounge. Yeah, that's that's a bummer. Make sure to refill this cup one more time. That is well said. It is, in fact, a bummer. I agree. Now, whatever research here may assist you, whatever collection my mother and her coven managed to collect back in her younger days, I am sure they are are of use to you. Coven. Oh, yes. My mother. Yes. My mother and her her friends um she's still friends with some of them um elderly folk now few have passed uh they've gone back a considerable time she told us stories a bit here and there about wandering into the woods at night and howling at the moon or this spell or that spell she constantly argues with my father about which one of them has more uh, positively impacted uh, the actual business of uh, well of the Clements, him with his mathematics and accounting and ability to anticipate market trends or her and whatever blessings and divinations he managed to call down from spirits or some such i am not one you see for the um, metaphysical and parapsychological arts that was something well that was more serial in sophia in a hobby but no i am much more the marshal of oh, the family i mean since the hex is basically largely based off coven style magic i'll pull out the uh, a tame dagger does this look in line with what your mother studied? Uh, well, yes, indeed. Those uh, symbols there, dagger. Yeah. It's interesting. I, we had to wash off the uh, the wall just uh, just this evening. A, a series of those images just beneath the window, on the wall, the exterior, the eastern side of the home. They've been popping up left and right. I, it's bad enough that we are missing Cyril now, but... Some folks, I guess, just just want to rub the salt in the room. Yeah. 
Dude. Hey. Hey, Corbin. Yeah. Like, they've got, like, long history of, like, family, like, cultism and stuff. The last name's Clement. What if, like, Clement, you know what that rhymes with, right? So rhymes with Belmont. What if they're, like, vampire hunters, like Castlevania? I can assure you that while my martial skills are certainly up to the task of hunting a vampire, I do not oh. believe they exist, Mr. Redding. This is oh, all fictitious imaginary imagination of a of my mother who needed something to entertain her and my your younger brother. Yes. Your mother thought it was real? Oh, of course she did. Yes, she thought herself a practitioner. <laughs> Oh, they're the Belmonts. Just renamed. Dude, I swear, I know I'm on this. God, trust me, Corbin. So the the symbols that were on that that side of the building, were they did did you have somebody go and clean them off, I wonder, or did they just appear yes. and then leave? Oh yes, of course. Sophia tasked one of the servants with cleaning it. Of course they did. We would not let my mother or father see the graffiti shown on the home. They would lie, they're liable to die of a heart attack and do want to keep our parents around for as long as we possibly can. Does the staff uh, reside on site or uh, I mean, at this time of night, have they gone home to their own? Yeah, that is correct. They are, okay. we no longer house them on site. That understandable. Um, I mean, probably. I mean, obviously, we're going to try and do some research here at the moment. But um, if there's Please. any chance that it's possible, maybe we could talk to some of them tomorrow. Um, I am sure we can arrange that in the morning. Yes, you're just you are a, a mighty warrior, but more importantly, you are a compassionate and understanding uh, warrior poet. So pour another drink. He just looks up. Fill his cup again. He looks up and he kind of like. Runs his hand over his slick back hair. I am, aren't I? You really are. You are. So you just, it, I, you know, I don't want to bore you. I'll start looking through. The, I see a couple of books here that catch my eye. Go right uh, ahead. And so we'll say you and Caleb start looking through the books as he sits and continues to drink his gin and tonics. We will cut then over to, so Anton and Donna and Sophia are dragging the body inside. Phil... You're climbing the staircase. Yes. You get up to the second floor. You look behind you. You realize there's a little bit of a blood trail. Oops. You um, you look around uh, and you see that uh, it's very quiet, very dark up here. Um, and you're like sneaking and sneaking. And like you're about to open like a door and peek inside to see if it's a room. And you hear, what are you doing? Oh, uh, thinking about my need to change my underpants now. You and me both. As you turn around and you see a man who has got to be octogenarian age, like he's he's fairly old. Um, you can see that he's like wheeling around like an oxygen oxygen tank with him. He's got one of those things under his nose. Um, who the hell are you and why shouldn't I kill you? Right here and right now. And you can see as you look down, he's got this tiny little pen knife in his hand. I will um, run you through. I don't settle it down, killer. I was hired by your kids. 
to investigate a murder that happened at the meat factory and to track down. It was down 20 your... years ago. Why are you dragging it up now? No, there was a new one. Ah. Someone else recently died in your meat factory. Anyway. What? Try to be quiet here, man. I don't want you to wake up my wife. I actually need to talk to your wife. Why do you want to talk to my wife? Because she may have Are you having an affair with her? Yes. Huh? Yes. She's right down the hall. We haven't <laughs> shared a bedroom in years. I'll, um... I'll give him a nod and go down the hall. Just keep it down, please. Oh, God. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Couldn't have gone any other way. Uh. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. Oh God. <laughs> well, go. Yeah. I'm going. I'm, I'm woman going. Woman has needs. I'll give him mm-hmm. a thumbs up. Okay. <laughs> okay. And he turns around and you hear like the the, <laughs> the oxygen tank wheeling. Okay. Uh, yeah. I go in. To Walk her room. Make sure my mustache is in proper shape. You go inside. <laughs> you push the door she open. was expecting a paramour tonight. <laughs> you can see there's a, a very, there's like some candles lit here and there. Uh, it's a very oh. beautiful mood. Um, you know, there's actually a lot of candles now that you look around. But that's a, that's a lot of candles. A there's lot. like a lot, a lot. There's just quite a few. There's a there's a breeze that kind of starts to flicker a few of them here and there. But as well, you, as you start dancing, but it feels like a fire hazard. As you enter in and you turn, you can see that the bed uh, is splayed out uh, there, like a four poster. It's like a like a four post bed, um, and it is in shambles. It is sort of ripped apart. You can see each post is kind oh. of snapped and broken down. Uh, you can see that the mattress itself is just kind of covered and coated in blood. Uh, and then you can see hanging from the wall uh, as if it's just some kind of uh, like hunting hunting bust. Uh, you just see a body of the dear old Penelope Clement uh, pinned with those rusty cleavers and hooks and slaughterhouse tools uh, against the wall and this breeze comes in and just knocks all the candles out. And we'll go ahead and we'll end there. We'll pick up on that next oh. time around. Yay. Oh all my right. gosh. That escalated. 
In many the ways. one who said yes when he asked you if you were having an affair. Um, he could have said no. It's so wonderful. Uh, I could have. Yeah, dear. Yes. I love Zachary. He's like one of my favorite freaking characters. Oh my god. He's yeah. just oh, such like a the dummy. Sun He's just so. Like... What are you talking about? He's a martial artist, and he's a warrior. <laughs> yeah. Just the tracksuit. Just mm -hmm. imagery is just, yeah. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. He is pretty fantastic. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and uh, we'll do some plugs. We'll get on out of here. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. So, Chuck, tell us what's going That's on sweet. with DOK this week, man. Uh, Wednesday, we're doing our Dungeon Crawl Classics campaign, Night Below. Uh, it was going to end last session, but uh, Bert and Jeremy, they decided they wanted to keep going. So, they're actually going to be heroes rather than retiring. And Friday, Joe's making a game called Anvia where he's just like, we're going to do a serious campaign. So we're doing a petting zoo. Uh, yeah, that's the week at large. Yeah, all that seems to check out just fine. I think mm -hmm. that's about right. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Bert, what's going on with Steam Steel and Bert? Oh, well, we've got our 20th anniversary edition Werewolf the Apocalypse going on tomorrow. Uh, we may have a basic expert early Dungeons and Dragons game going on Friday. Saturday is Cyberpunk Red. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, Jeremy, you got a Patreon? Sure, Aaron Reese on Patreon. You've got comics, maps, tokens, fun stuff. Check it out. Fantastic. And Adam, what's yeah, up? We've got, we've got a lot going on in the background. A lot. And um, if you want to know what that is soon, uh, or as soon as we announce it, then sign up for our mailing list on our website or um, sign up for a YouTube channel because we'll probably make an announcement video there. Big stuff. Fantastic. Links for all that kind of stuff, if you're watching this later, are in the, in the notes and stuff on the YouTube video. Uh, as for us here, tomorrow night, Tuesday night, we're back to Marvel Multiverse role-playing game, playing our X-Men uh, campaign uh, Thursday, we're doing some Werewolf the Apocalypse, starting up a new arc uh, in that uh, in that chronicle. Uh, Friday, we're very excited as we're actually kicking off uh, the first real episode of Warhammer Ra Warhammer 40k Wrath and Glory uh, that our buddy Aaron is running. Uh, we we've made our characters in session zero, so this is like the first proper uh, proper actual run of it. And then Saturday, we just sort of decided today that we're going to run some Delta Green. Uh, we due to a quirk in the scheduling, we didn't really want to miss another delta green episode next week because it's like the holiday stuff so we're gonna run one this weekend on saturday because everyone's there and yeah, we're just gonna do it that way uh and you can see the horrible decisions that steven's been making and um <laughs> the consequences that it has not just for him but apparently for planet earth uh and so yeah that's 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 that uh and then uh monday next week we'll be back to fragged and in two weeks we'll be back with more monster of the week uh, that's it for us. We're going to go ahead and raid, uh, who are we raiding? Omega on TV. looks like they're playing. Speaking of Warhammer 40k, I'm not sure if what 40k it is, but something. So I figure why not? Let's just do that. So have a good everybody. Thank you for the raid. Laugh, love, Lindy. We really do appreciate it. And, uh, we'll catch y'all later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.